My brothers and my sisters, the Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Peter approached Jesus and asked him, Lord, if my brother sins against me, how often must I forgive him? As many as seven times? Jesus answered, I say to you, not seven times, but 77 times. That is why the kingdom of heaven may be likened to a king who decided to settle accounts with his servants. When he began the accounting, the debtor had brought before him who owed him a huge amount. Since he had no way of paying it back, his master ordered him to be sold, along with his wife, his children, and all his properties, in payment for the debt. At that, the servant fell down, did him homage, and said, Be patient with me, and I will pay you back in full. Moved with compassion, the master of that servant let him go and forgave the loan. When that servant had left, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a much smaller amount. He seized him and started to choke him, demanding, pay back what you owe. Falling to his knees, his fellow servant begged him, be patient with me and I will pay you back. But he refused. Instead, he had put him in prison until he paid back the debt. Now, when the fellow servant saw that what had happened, they were deeply disturbed and went to the master and reported the whole affair. His master summoned him and said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave you your entire debt because you begged me to. Should you not have had pity on your fellow servant as I had pity on you? Then in anger... His master handed over to the torturers until he should pay back the whole debt. So will my heavenly Father do to you, unless each of you forgives your brother from your heart. Gospel of the Lord. All right, it's halftime. It's halftime to the day. Tomorrow's halftime. We're half through Lent. And the 40 days of the wilderness, the 50% of our walk in the desert is, is, is we have another 50% to go. I hope it's been a good Lent. I've made it a good Lent. A happy Lent. Sometimes people get really down about all the stuff that they're giving up and they become kind of moody, especially if it's food. You become moody if you don't have food. So I've made it a happy Lent. And I've been reading um, this Lenten reflection. I've, I picked it up. It's an e-book. I don't know if you guys get e-books, but 99 cents. It was the best 99 cents I spent. Um, and it's a, it's, a, it's a reflection guide by Jay Cormier. It's called Not by Bread Alone, and I, and I 
downloaded it to my uh, my new iPhone 6 and my computer, and I've been kind of like cool about looking at this reflection. And today's reflection I'm going to share with you. It's a story. It's a story about a girl, teenager, just got her driver's license. And she had it for a few weeks, and she's pleading. You can picture this. She's pleading with her dad, please let me take the car. Let me take the family car, the new car, and take her friends down to the beach. So he relented, and he said, just be very careful. It's a brand-new car. So she was driving very carefully, kept it under the speed limit, didn't want to uh, go too fast, always made sure that it was parked in the right place. Um, obviously, this is a story that doesn't take place in the last uh, six weeks here, right? Um, took great pains to make the trip home very carefully, and what happens? Crash. She crashes into another car, and the front bumper, headlight, and part of the door becomes crumbled, and it's a big mass of metal. And she thinks, oh, Dad is going to have my head. I might as well just rip up my driver's license. I'm grounded for life. And so she limps home with her father's once beautiful car, terrified, terrified at the consequences that's going to come to her. So she pulls into the driveway, and her parents are waiting in the do at the doorway, and then she knows this isn't going to be good. And as they saw her drive up, they ran outside, and, they, and by the look on their faces, she knew, she knew this was not going to be a happy homecoming. So the dad walks out of the door, and it runs right ahead of the mother, and right past the car, doesn't even really concern himself about the car, past the damage. He took his daughter's hand and helped her out of the car. Dad, I'm sorry, she stammered. But he wouldn't let her finish. He says, are you all right? Were you hurt? Is anyone hurt? He wanted to know. Hugging her tighter and tighter, she starts to cry. You see, she was a little surprised that her dad was so understanding. And she was a little ashamed at herself that she had expected so little from him. She was ashamed at herself that she really didn't give her father much credit and that he expect, she expected him to probably just get angry. We've all had that happen to us, I think, sometimes, when we've probably expected to pay the price for hurting or letting someone down and responding and being surprised and stunned when they when they came back with an understanding and a compassion and immediate forgiveness, immediate forgiveness. And when we see that, aren't we shocked? Aren't we kind of surprised? Aren't we stunned? Today in, in the gospel, we hear of just a simple forgive one another as he forgives us. God the Father always welcomes us back. He's the Father. No limits, no conditions. And you know what? There's no crash that could be so big that he wouldn't welcome us back without his unconditional, immediate forgiveness. As I was uh, looking at this reading, I actually looked at the reflection here that's in this book, and I want to share it with you because it kind of hit me. It, it talks about 
God's forgiveness for us. And, he, and they quote this American preacher and hymn writer, Harry Emerson Forstick. And I want you to just put your mind, especially since we've had all this snow, and it's been kind of miserable out there. I think the first day we had yesterday, didn't you kind of feel when you saw the sun and it was 50 degrees on your, on your dashboard or your car? It was like, boy, I think the spring will be here. So put yourself in your mind to the ocean. And picture, and what he does, he describes this unimaginable reaches of forgiveness this way. He sees himself standing on the beach at the edge of the ocean. And he says, this little portion of coastline and the ocean, which touches it, I know. I can touch, I can feel it, I can see it. It's real. But beyond that, there are countless miles of shoreline and ocean about which I can only surmise what it's like. So there's two things I know about the ocean. There are two things I know about God. This portion which touches me is real. Beyond me is far, far more than I could ever know. This portion that touches me is real. When we forgive simply to people around us, we know that that's real. We feel it. We feel good when we forgive. But beyond that is that far, far more than I can ever know. The small acts of forgiveness that we offer and we receive and the gift of Jesus' forgiveness in the Eucharist points to an unimaginable and unlimited forgiveness of God. So our challenge today and tonight for all of us is go and forgive. Go out and forgive. If you wait for forgiveness to come to you, guess what? It won't. It won't. But when you go out, when you go out and you don't even, and the person on the other side, think of that father and the daughter who thought his father was, her father was just going to come right at her and worry about the beautiful new car. What was he worried about? He was worried about her. And it stunned her. And she didn't, she, she got a whole new respect for her dad by the way that he treated her in her time where she needed just forgiveness. So go and forgive. Go and surprise someone. Go and stun somebody maybe tomorrow or even tonight. Don't wait for forgiveness to come to you. Go and forgive. Amen.